this week, three sides of the coin. Tommy is here, but he's not here Ooh. right now. Ooh. Well, he, we call him Tommy because he actually does contribute <laughs> this week. Uh, you, Mark, let me do this all over again. This week, three sides of the coin. Mark and Tommy, even though Mark's not here right now, he does show Ooh. up. Talk about on, the shows they went to here in the U.S. just recently. Who? Who? Tommy. Oh. Plus, Tommy shares a conversation he had with Paul Stanley backstage about our Larry Mazur episode. You're going to want to hear that. Good stuff. There's two sides to every story. Three sides to the coin. <laughs> and let me this is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Every month, more than 50,000 musicians, industry professionals, and rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and KISS fans from around the world. Listen and engage with the Three Sides of the Coin podcast. If you have a new release or a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael to discuss sponsorship opportunities. Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Hey, Cameo. It's Three Sides of the Coin, and we're here. And you can hire us to say something on video for you. But but before everybody like rolls their eyes and goes, what the hell am I hiring three sites for? We are donating 100% of the money we raise to charity, okay? So think about that when you want us to say something. We can do a birthday shout out, an anniversary shout out. Lisa can do like a Paul Stanley rap. Couldn't you, Lisa? Would you do that, please? I can sing Read My Body. I can do a Paul Stanley rap. Anything that you want to do, I'll do Mark, well, not everything. Would, would, would you get up and go open something? No, but I'll <laughs> say something funny. <laughs> I'll read a comment. Yeah, Tommy will. Re- you can send Tommy a comment and he'll read it. Now, seriously, you guys all know what Cameo is all about. We'll do a video shout out for any occasion saying anything you want. You know, I don't know if we've even got any limits. You could you could have us say something like three sides of the coin sucks and we'll do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, does, we're, we're really easy here. So head over to cameo.com. Look for three sides of the coin. The four of us will get together and record a video message for you donating all of our money to charity. Do you have something to say? Leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320-515. Love is Blind, the song that KISS dared to hide away for over 40 years, will finally be released by Shameless, featuring KISS legend Bruce Kulick on lead guitars. Available May 6, 2022, on YouTube and all digital platforms. Vinyl, CD, and cassette available on May 20th. For more information, please visit shamelessrock.com. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. No guests today. Probably no Lisa. I don't know what she's doing. She had her fun last week with. No, actually, she she, she wasn't no, there for she the interview. Whole, That's right. Yeah, we put her. We kept her on hold. Yet. Maybe maybe she's pissed at us for making her wait. Mm, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, last week's show, awesome show. It was all Mark, all the time. Total fanboy, awesome. total fanboy. And, I and I, I'm not going to mention the name, 
but we're already setting up another fanboy episode for Mark. Yes. I think we not, need to make not, a fanboy t-shirt. Hold on. I, I It will be a fanboy episode, but nowhere near like Gilmore. Oh, Gilmore no, you're right. The right. Top of the top of the heap. So, well, but so, so was, was Gil above Ted and Rob Equal. Halford? Equal. Equal. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I, that was a huge. Uh oh, it's just a bone. Um, yeah, so we're we're setting up um, an interview with a guy that was in Pirates of Penzance, nice, or was it the, nice. or was it, or was it the, um, what was the other? Joseph's other amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Dreamcoat. What would you say, Tommy? I almost pissed my pants. <laughs> Anybody remembers <laughs> that from uh, Pretty Woman? <laughs> oh, all kidding aside, you Gilmore. I none of that was was puff i mean i i meant every bit of that oh we could tell huge oh yeah huge well, and that's what's so and that's what's so funny about some of the comments this week because they mentioned one of them mentions that well i'm not kidding i tried to build my set like his i just didn't have any money <laughs> you know right. what i mean i'd go i'd go uh you know i remember when i bought my second bass drum and, and keep in mind you know um you know it, I wasn't trying to emulate the, the, you know, Peter Chris's kid. I was purposefully trying to get something like Gil Moore's and Neil Peart, you know, especially at that time in the, in the early 80s. Um, it's funny, though, too, because with a past guest, um, when we had Hershon from New England, uh, that was when I added a third time because he had three. And again, it was just a sponge back then. You know, I, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's doable. You know what I mean? Whereas something like Peter's kit really wasn't, it wasn't in my budget or anything like that. Um, but I, you know, I tried adding on things, um, getting roto time. It's funny, if you're a drummer, you probably went through all these same sorts of things. You know, you saw something and you, or you heard the way they were playing. Uh, Gills is really important because Rock and Roll Machine, anybody that knows the song and the roll around the drums, he does it, you know, numerous times during the song. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that was just a very, you know, to be able to do that role properly, you know, uh, meant a lot to me. So, um, and, and plus he sang, you know, I always wanted to sing. And uh, then he also, you know, all these things I said last week, but, you know, and he also got the girls, the... as you know, because he wouldn't sign the <laughs> tour book <laughs> and you That's wanted always, girls. It <laughs> was always important too. So, <laughs> well, and I, and I, I enjoyed it because he was genuinely a kind man. Yeah. yeah. What a good guy, you know? Yeah. You know, well, Super Tommy, why, guy. why, why don't you, um, read some comments from last week tommy okay uh the first one is uh david andrian i went in thinking this would be a cheesy promo interview for interview for one of mike brandvold's clients what i got was a great interview conducted by a truly passionate fan the reason i read this one is i find it interesting not only that he, he gave you a very nice compliment but how people always assume what something is going to be based on who the guest is well I, like, I, I i was like he gave a great, gonna happen he great he gave a great compliment and a dig at me at the same time well yeah exactly <laughs> but my point is is that's like you guys don't know that he's but 
what the point is he's making the assumption yeah and then um uh taylor 315 outstanding interview here guys mark asked some great questions and this was a real treat for me good good and then justin said uh gill is a real like uh your common man oh i'm not ordinary Ordinary man. That's a that's a song on on a triumph on triumphs. Like no, he didn't use the word. He didn't use the word ordinary. But anyways, we oh, got some some good love for Mark this week, which is great. So there you go. Know. God knows Mark's love ego love needs it. No, no. Oh God. Yeah. 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 We have no. So I mean, before anybody wants to waste their time, we don't have a guest this week. So you know, if you want to ditch us now we can always pull someone on live too if we wanted to no that's too much no because that'll take more time i i, I don't feel <laughs> okay. like working well, then we're gonna this make week. this short and sweet i don't, yeah i just don't feel All like right. working on it this week so um before we before we let you guys chat um i just want to do another quick shout out for alex and shameless mm-hmm. yes. um you know we it was it two weeks ago we premiered the love is blind video and getting some love for that video and uh on by the time you're watching or listening to this the new shameless album will be out the new shameless album comes out on may 20th on vinyl cd and cassette i you know Really? Yeah. Well, Alex is a big cassette collector. I I don't know if you knew that. He he collects Kiss cassettes, like everything. Um, um, But Love is Blind was a Kiss song. I mean, as he talked about, it it was a Kiss demo. Never recorded. Gene's demo. Gene's demo. Yeah. 40 40 years ago. Never released. And and Alex got together, got Bruce Kulick to play lead guitar on it, and they re-recorded, and they did a killer job of Love is Blind. So that's on it the new re- album. It's way – look, because I, I always like that Gene Simmons uh, demo. They nail it, man. And I, let me tell you, Bruce, this playing is so fluid. and I had a big smile listening to that. I highly, highly, highly recommend you guys not only search out the video, but to support Alex – um, great kiss style music um fantastic the the, 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 pa- the packaging for the the release i mean he's he's a kiss fan so he goes above and beyond i mean incredible yeah. artwork and the 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 comic book poster artwork inside it and everything else um so yeah i mean check out the new shameless album again it's out now you can go find it mm-hmm. you know if you just want to listen to because you're not sure head over to spotify or apple music it's out there on all those but you know, support them. Head over to uh, shamelessrocks.com and you can order vinyl, CD, or a cassette. Uh, you know, I think last week I, I had made a comment after you guys left when I recorded a little bit about it. I wonder if he's including free pencils with the cassette. Oh, to read. That would be funny. That'd be great. Shameless pencil. A, shame, a shameless pencil. So you can rewind your cassette after it's gotten jammed in the cassette player. Yeah, the cassette, the cassette could come with a free pencil. That that would have that's a great marketing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is. You know, that's I, very I, good. I, I really felt bad. I actually had a couple people reach out to me. Um, I I was matter of fact, I'm, let me do a little 30 seconds to explain. I'm not in my normal, I'm not down in the basement. Um the day we recorded with Alex, I had to get my my I was getting my basement 
I, this, Liz and I built this house 20 some years ago and just starting to get a little bit of, uh, you know, age to it. Uh, you know, we're original owners, you know, we built the house and getting a little bit of dampness in the basement. And as uh, you guys all know, I got all my kiss stuff down there and I'm like, you know what, gonna, gonna spend some money and got the basement waterproofed. Well, in order to have it waterproof, <laughs> I had to get all my kiss stuff, you know, off the walls and, into the middle it took me three days to do and the final day was when Alex was supposed to be our guest because I was heartbroken so much so that I got a hold of Alex beforehand and told him I was very sorry I couldn't be on because Alex is a dear friend of mine who I love and I you know we've been friends for 20 some years um and uh I really felt bad so I want to make sure that uh um you guys go out and support him uh, matter of fact, I do believe uh, Shameless will be touring uh, over in Europe, correct? I, I, I don't know for sure. I'm sure they are. I mean, Alex yes, always does go out and do shows with Shameless. They're in Germany, Italy, and Austria, I believe, over the course of the next couple of months. And then uh, Alex's lovely wife, Anna, and her band, Blue Ruin, all-girl mm -hmm. rock band, which is really, really good. They're going to be touring this year as well. Yeah, so go out and support Alex and everything he does. He, you know, he does uh, with passion. You're not going to find, uh, you know, uh, anyone better than him. He, that, that guy, just you know, knocks it out of the park all the time. So, super knowledgeable and one of the most friendly people that I've ever met. Um, so, you know, looking forward to seeing him on the Kiss Cruise, and uh, I'm also looking forward to giving him his DeLorean parts that have been in my office for about a year and a half. <laughs> it's a true story that's funny well i, I believe I, it I'll, I'll share the story with uh with three sites folks alex called me from germany and he asked me you know about this city in michigan okay you may have got the whole state in the up he's like how far are you from this city and i'm like i don't know half a mile <laughs> and he's like you're kidding he's like i got this guy that uh, has some delorean fenders i know i don't collect cars i don't know anything about it. he's like I, can you can you get them and it'll save me on shipping and stuff and i'm like sure man i'll help you out any way you can and uh or any way i can and uh sure enough this guy you know Alex paid for them and then he brought them over to my office and they've sat in my music room for the last year and a half so i'm looking forward to and 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 for those of you who don't know alex is as big a delorean auto fan as he is a kiss fan and he wrote in less Amazing than five book. years, he wrote, researched, wrote, and released all on his own. Three years, uh, basically like a 500 plus page DeLorean giant coffee table book documenting the history of the DeLorean automobile. Um, so, I mean, if you are a DeLorean fan, if that intrigues you, you got to check out Alex. Or an auto fan. Auto I mean, fan. You got to check out the, Alex's the room, book. The room I'm sitting in right now doing the show at one point was almost stacked to the roof with stuff from DeLorean because Alex called me and he's like, it's so much cheaper if I get one shipment instead of paying, because he was buying all this stuff for his book from eBay and from other places. He's like, would you mind if I had everything shipped to your house? So, so it was for a good three, four My months. God, Liz must love you. Oh, no, She's cool about all that. She likes Alex. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Alex is a good guy. So literally 
I had everything sent to this house on this table. Matter of fact, everything spread out. And then I condensed it. And I'm like, Alex, what do I do? He goes, you know how to do this. You've been shipping kiss stuff all your life. So I took a lot of the stuff out of the packaging, you know, so I could make right. it reduce it better yeah and when he got it finally in germany he's like oh my god it was packed so well so i felt you know i was happy that everything you know you worry when you ship something that far but yeah i had to take out everything out of the original packaging just so it would all fit in the master box you know what i mean and how did that feel what's that how did that feel to take stuff out of the original packaging Oh, it was, it was, kind of, it was, was it therapeutic? It didn't bother him because he could care less about the DeLorean. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> no, but you know what's funny, though, too? This all goes back to what we talk about. You know, I met Alex in New York at a Kiss Expo. And then yeah, he kept back in the 80s. The, yeah, and then he kept showing up all the time, and we just became and friends. You and couldn't, you couldn't miss him back then. There, no, nobody no. looked like Alex. No, no one. Man, the no. skunk, he had the big Black and white hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a what an incredible guy, man! I love him, love him dearly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, please check out well, Shameless. Show him some love from from the Three Sides listeners. He'd 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 greatly appreciate it. Yeah, no. and, and I, I, I'd like to turn you guys on to one another new artist to give a shot to when you get a chance. Um, her name is Lilith Czar. I just saw her a couple of weeks ago. Uh, open up for Godsmack in the Twin Cities Takeover, and she's really good. It's very uh, without boxing someone. It's more. It's kind of similar to Hailstorm. Uh, she actually is the wife of Andy Beersack, friend of the show. Oh, cool! So if you guys are looking for some new music, give her a shot. She's got some really good songs. Again, her name is Lilith Czar, C Z A R. So check that out. And and just for 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 the laughs, tell everybody where you're going tonight, Tom. <laughs> I'm going to photograph Testament, Death Angel, and Exodus. Tonight. Wish I was there. Yeah, I double yeah. checked that my um, I double checked that my uh, my earplugs work. You do you? Are you going to be in so the mosh pit? Uh, no, I will be in front of it in the barricade, so I will be <laughs> safe. See if you can yes. get Chuck on. I freaking love Testament. They're one of my favorite bands. Yeah, I think a bunch well, of them Chuck, actually are Kiss fans. Yeah. What, what does Chuck play? Singer. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. T- Testament to me, it's funny. Uh, I, I talk about this to all my metal friends because they talk about the big four, and I'm like, Testament's better. I I like Testament. Honestly, probably good or more than any of the the big four. You know, just. I don't know, man. They just have great riffs, great songs. I dig Chuck's voice. Um, see, matter of fact, to this day, my brother and I were just talking about this the other day. That was the loudest concert I'd ever been to. I saw Testament on the Practice What You Preach tour back man, in the late 80s, 80. Okay. They, brought well, like if I... Kobo, they brought like a Kobo-sized PA into the Royal Oak Music Theater, which for, for you know, Kobo held, you know, whatever, 12... 13,000 Royal Oak holds like 3,000 and they have this monster PA and it my ears hurt I couldn't ne- I couldn't do that now I mean my ears hurt for like a week I mean bad hurt it was that fucking loud um but man what a gig that was a, a great show Sounds like fun. Um, well yeah. look that, when when you were back then you know what i mean you were stupid i mean i I was the same way i remember my my first show at the met center 
my fucking ears were ringing for a week after that. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. That's like a badge of honor. Oh, let yeah. me tell you that that testament show. I, it was so good though. They were again. That was you know right when they were breaking nationally. It was they were just and I've seen them a zillion times. Matter of fact, I no, and I to- know they're good, and I've got no issue with it. I've heard some of their music, and I actually think they are a good band. I just have never thought I'd go. It's not your style of music. It's yeah, not where you'd go, go and, if you had a choice. Well, yeah, I'm not going to be like, ooh, Death Angel. <laughs> Are you kidding? They're awesome. <laughs> well, them seen them a bunch of times too. I'm, Matter, I'm, it's funny. The the night that I came back from Milwaukee, which we'll get to soon, they were here in town. Um, and uh, I really wanted. I, you know, I knew I was coming home, so I was no way I'd be able to get to the show. Um, I understand. I'm just strictly it, was judging it based on the name of the band. It, I'm just making some light humor here. Yeah, I, I mean, let's, I let's just be honest. Mark. Death Angel is not cheap trick. No. Well, ask ask the guys from or ask Chuck about being booked with uh, Striper once, because okay. <laughs> that's a true story. I think a bunch of those guys are Kiss fans, so they want to. Come well, I thought the, the drummer was, but I then the drummer I think left. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who's. I don't think Louis. Louis. He's I, who's with. The, I is Dave Lombardo playing for them now? Guy from Slayer. I, I don't know. I. Um, I will tell you the last time I saw them, oh god, it was the Roots tour, which is I don't know, right? Dave Lombardo's the drummer, isn't he? Yeah, well, he was for Slayer. I yeah, I, I think he that. is. He is actually with them. Yeah, I'll ask I, Kyle. Kyle knows all that stuff. He'll be able yeah, to tell and me. before they had uh God, the phenomenal guy. God, what the hell's his name? Hope Gene Gene. Uh, god. Again, I wasn't wasn't ready to talk testament today. Um that's okay. We don't need I know to, they just Gene Hoagland, I think, was was playing drums for them, and he's just a monster player, just an incredible player. But um, no, yeah, like I said, uh, the, the quick riffs, incredible drumming, uh, testaments. Though the I love them; they're great. So yeah. Um, before we real quick, before we talk about um, the Kiss shows you two guys went to, I want to just do a quick shout out to all of our Norwegian listeners. Happy sitting to my today that we're recording is may 17th obviously you'll be hearing this a week later but happy sitting to my to all of our norwegian listeners wherever you are in the world and i will be having a bottle of linne aquavit i'll be doing a shot later today and if you guys are in norway and you're bored just go for a walk in the woods and see if you can find a metal band Now, here's where I'm on Team Tommy. I'll never, ever, ever in all my life understand that whole genre. Everything from the Cookie Monster stuff to the to the death metal, burning churches, lunacy. To the bands of, whose logo is a pile of twigs that actually yeah, say I, yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 to this day, I'm still surprised at that even took off and uh, there's zero look you know i I just don't understand it i've never understood the appeal at all um you go i'm just guessing i was just guessing all the forest rangers are always busy trying to find that lost band (laughs) well the funny part is if you you know again just you know growing up uh reading metal fanzines there was always i always read like read the death metal pages and stuff just for pure like 
I was, it was almost like a car wreck. You, you know, you can't, you have to look when you're driving. But, and I'd read some of this shit and I'm like, the whole culture thing, like you were talking about, Tommy, about being in the woods and doing, I'm like, really? Really? This is so yeah. stupid. It's not even funny. And, and I just never got any of that stuff. And then what was the guy, Michael, you probably know more so than Tommy. Who was the guy that killed the other guy? He, there's that, uh, famous death know. metal star. yeah uh, i don't anyway. know i mean there's there's aren't there death some death metal bands that were lighting churches on fire That's over I mean. norway yeah. and yeah. it's just like i don't yeah. know just it's just so stupid well, we should probably oh, talk a little bit of kiss yeah yeah we you know we've watching. got we've got six listeners left so yeah um so tommy mark you guys hit a couple kiss shows the makeup dates that they did right after South America. And I think as we're recording today, they are, they, they've South got Carolina. one South Carolina, I think today. Tonight. And then Florida. No, I think it's Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, is it North Carolina? What do I know? Yeah. yeah. And today, what's the 17th? Yeah. Then, um, Oh, Thursday then they're in. Cause I originally, I was matter of fact, Tommy and I talked about going down to that. Yeah, but I didn't, you know, for the hassle and everything, just to see, a, you know, a shortened set. Yeah, you know, just just couldn't couldn't make it work. I was hoping to get down to Daytona. Look, any excuse to get down to Florida. Plus, work is crazy busy, so um, wasn't able to do that. But uh, we'll be heading out to uh, to West Palm Beach in September. I hundred percent will be at that show. But any. Wait, anyway, Tommy. you got you guys did you guys took in two shows? Tommy did yeah, two. I did, I did two. So you 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 both did Milwaukee, correct? And then Tommy, you also did Dayton. Yes, yes. Um, so great shows. They sound absolutely fantastic. Um, they there's changes though. Set list is pretty much the same, but. Uh, they rearranged the stage from last year a little more so because my understanding is a lot of the pods and Sammy are on a boat to Europe. Well, yeah, we I was, was going to say we should that's been the, like the number one question. People are like, "What? why is the stage all different? It's not the same. Stage. It's like because the stage I'm guessing don't know this for this a fact, is, but this is typical of, of big tours. The stage that they used in South America, which was the full stage was probably packed up, put in a ship and was shipped straight from South America on yep. its way to Europe. Yep. So they had to piece together a stage to use for the U S and keep in mind, these were not, these are makeup dates they're doing now. So this wasn't like a planned part of a whole tour. Mm -hmm. So they, I think they put together a cool stage. Like they didn't yeah. have pods, but they had, triangles up on yeah top. yeah this was i was told this is the c stage they have a b and c the difference between a and b is the number of pods so uh an a stage is going to be in a larger arenas a b is going to be in sheds depending on the weight of the roof and, and different logistics with yep. that and then the c stage which, we, which is what we saw for these it was only used for these types of situations because to your point, Michael, uh, the bulk of it is in a ship going to, to Europe. Yeah. So, but so, so first let's put to rest 
they've had to scale back the stage because the tour's bombing or whatever. People want to come up with excuses. That's all bullshit. Yep. The full well, stage is on its way to Europe, and you're going to see it in Europe. Yep. I was told that the attendance for the Milwaukee show, because it was an outdoor amphitheater where they have Summerfest, uh, t- over 25,000 people showed up. It was packed. Yeah, it was packed. I mean, as far as you could see. Mm-hmm. Um, Dayton was much smaller, but it was still sold out. It was Dayton, uh, Dayton was Nutter. an arena, right? Yeah, it was called the Nutter Center. It's on the campus of one of the colleges. So it's probably like the same thing as, you know, a Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Duluth, right. Mankato, um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's that kind of size arena. Yeah, uh, but no la- lack of enthusiasm on the part of the fans uh, either night, and I've never seen so many people show up for the sound check as I did for uh, Dayton. And this is no exaggeration. I'm telling you, a third of the floor was full. Really? There's that? Yeah. Even the band was like, "Holy!" They just kept coming in and coming in, he, and, and, co- and it was unbelievable. If I recall from their website. The sound check ticket package was like 250 bucks per person or something like that, just yeah. for the sound check. Yes. And there was a lot of people that were there just for the sound check. And then they obviously had VIPs and then they had the ultimate VIPs yep. at night. And then I think, I don't know what happened the first night, but I know the second night in Dayton, Tommy sold seven guitars, Gene sold five. Jesus. Paul sold a couple, plus he had a bunch of merch. He, I was I saw him sign, and then Eric sold a drum head and a snare. So people were there buying. I mean, it was there was a little bit of a cloud over the Dayton show, and I and and I couldn't quite figure it out. And then someone said to me later in the day that okay, well this is the show they had to cancel because of Francis passing. So then I that all made sense. So it was kind of that all got brought back that night you know so it was it was really it was a great show but at the same time it was somber because it's different without fran it just is it's not the same i met jt he is the new um tech for paul and he has worked for kiss before and he also he was doing a lot of um wasn't he motley crew it could be, yeah. Uh, and and he did EDM. Is it EDM shows? E- EDM, yeah. Yeah, he was doing a lot of those. But what was really interesting is, is he said he was so concerned about trying to go do a good job because he knew how great Fran is that before the tour, and I, I never got a chance to ask him how what he meant by this, but he said that he went uh, to the warehouse and took all of Paul's guitars and painstakingly measured every single one of them, even to the height of the frets for the strings. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah, they call the it action. That's the action. Yes. So he knew exactly how to tune them. How to set, set them up for Paul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you do that? He's like, well, I'm a numbers guy. I, I really, you know, he said, I focus on numbers and, and percentages and, 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 you know, all that. So, it was really interesting. Very, very nice guy. And, you know, the whole crew, they're all super nice people. One of the cool um, additions, because it wasn't on any of the tour prior to this, was the cats on stage. 
Yeah, those are so cool. So they've got the the two giant cats on each side of the drum riser. Now, yep. Sammy is not there because Sammy was on his way to Europe. Sammy Serpent. Right. So mm-hmm. they've got the cats on stage, but boy, do those look classic. Oh, they are so cool. And and I think they're cooler than the ones that they had in Rock and Roll Over because they're just so much more menacing looking. So uh, I'll start sharing some photos this week on three sides so you guys can see close-ups or more of the cats. And it was really interesting because it really kind of added to the stage. So I don't yeah. know if it's because of the cats, but here's the changes from last fall. For those of you that maybe haven't seen the end of the road tour for a while, Eric used to play on this ramp kind of, or it looked like kind of a triangular ramp that went around his drums. That's gone. Now he's just on a flat bed and they have a whole row of lights in front now that they didn't have before. The pyro has changed. There's just as much of it. But the one thing that they don't have on the C stage is the two huge bursts that come out the sides of the drum kit or behind Eric that during shoot God of Thunder. Yeah. Horizontally. The horizontal ones. Those they don't have. So those must be going to, to Europe right now. But they had more than enough pyro um, for what they were doing. Those were the honestly the only two things that I, I noticed that were different other than obviously what you mentioned, the triangles. Uh, but they still came down the same way. So they know? came down, each guy came down on a triangle. Yes. And then there's a one main round pod that they kept and brought down just for Gene's um, God of Thunder. God of Thunder. Okay. That looked like the normal, normal, the normal pod. pod. Yeah. But it didn't, it didn't have, you know, any, a video screen underneath it. Sure. Okay. Uh, but, but it was a great show. I mean, if you hadn't seen it before, you wouldn't have known the difference. You know, it was, there was no I, lack of pyro. That's what I said, too. Um, if you didn't know, I mean, it's still a bombastic kiss show. And, you know, yeah. that, yeah, I, I, I didn't see anybody complaining about it. It was more of just questions of like, oh, well, yeah. what, what oh, happened curious. to the stage? Where was it? Why didn't where were the pods? And it's like, yep. it's, you know, it's just the, the stage is on a on a boat to Europe. They couldn't they couldn't bring it to U.S. and then get it to Europe in time. Right. It's, it's no, funny. It, Speaking of uh, the cats, the next day, you know, I wasn't, at, I, it's, I'm, I did something purposefully. I, I kind of went like from my trip to Florida recently, I tried and succeeded to keep my phone off as much as possible. So when I went to the show last week, I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take pictures of the first song and to take some pictures on the last song. I'm going to, I made a purposeful decision to enjoy the show because I also knew it was going to be slightly different. I didn't want to miss anything. You know what I mean? So anyways, what do you think of the next day, the next morning, I, people were like, Oh my God, the cats, blah, blah, blah. And um, they're like, did you take any pictures? And I'm like, no, man, I really didn't. You know, I thought I was enjoying watching everything. And as Tommy said, they, they look incredibly menacing. They're awesome looking. So I just said to Liz, I said, did you, did you take any pictures? Because well, I didn't take any technically of the cats, but I took some of Eric and the stage and everything. I mean, even today I'm seeing those photos in like dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of other people's. They've been shared 
the pictures that Liz took last Wednesday have been shared so many times. And I, I mean that good. That's a cool thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, well, um, I, sent, I sent a couple to you guys, Michael, have you posted those yet? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't because okay. I know Mark, uh, Mark had posted a bunch of, yeah, others. I just, I just posted, I did a random, I didn't think much of it, you know, because Liz, I'm like, Hey, let's send me the, you know, and she did, she sent me uh, some of the pictures and, and, Boy, again, today I saw, I'm like, holy shit, you know, people are still sharing. Awesome. And I love it. I think it's awesome. But the funny thing is, is that that's not something you'd normally would associate with me. I don't, I'm not a pictures guy. Tommy, you know, a weighty, because Tommy did, like Tommy was just saying, some of the ones he sent us privately are fucking, I mean, could be fucking tour book photos or poster photos are so good. But I just thought it was funny. Just the ones that my wife took, just, you know, which are don't get me wrong, she did a very good job. But no, they were I great. I, I just couldn't believe that that was that big. I, I knew it would be kind of a big deal, but it was like a way bigger deal than I even thought it would be. Wouldn't what you know? I I assume that maybe the cats are going to go to Europe. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. What it that would be a great stage to have Sammy and the cats. Well, um, I agree. I think. My, uh, Again, my friend Billy, um, his I know somebody associated with him is the one who made them, and he did um, he did make a post. I think they only made three cats. They they, they, they they made they made three because I saw the post, and he explained. So it's two on stage, and then one extra that they keep in case one of them gets broken or destroyed, so they have a spare. I just thought yeah. it was weird he made I, I thought for sure they'd make a two, you know, two complete yeah. sets. I just thought that was odd. That's all. Well, and they have a new piano too. Yes, yeah. Which, you know, same I thing. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's kind of what what we saw when we were there. And all the love, man. Thank you guys so oh much. Oh my God. For three sides, I kept running into so many of our listeners. It was so cool. And it was great to put faces and names together yes. and, and shake hands with people that you've known their names for years, but you've never gotten a chance to meet them face to face. And everybody was so gracious and so kind. And, and thank you guys for making us feel so incredibly welcome when we see you out on the road. No doubt. You know what? I was sharing that with Liz because, you know, we were like, oh, my God, this is like being on the Kiss Cruise. I couldn't believe so many people wanted to say hi and, you know, aid three sides and, you know, where's Tommy and Mike and, you know, and Lisa and all that stuff. God, everyone was so nice. And, you know, it's just because it's true. Dozens and dozens and dozens of people stopped me and to say hello and even, you know, was uh, happy they, they request to take some pictures and say hi and everyone wanted to talk about something that they heard on the show and just really warms your heart you know it's funny because you know us knuckleheads we just do this we don't think much about it but when we get out to the shows and expos and all that kind of stuff cruises then you guys want to talk it, it you have no idea how great that makes us feel thank you so much it was uh, it, it, yeah. it 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 cool. it, it, <clears throat> it surprises us it honors us at the same time. I mean, it, it surprises us like, well, dude, we talk to you anyway. I mean, we're just fans. Isn't that what kiss fans do? You get together and talk, but yeah. at the same time that somebody who's listened to us on the other side of the country or the world were to seek us out to say, hi, it's like, wow, that's, that's, you know, Mike, it's, you the don't same, take that lightly. Mike, mm -hmm. it's the same thing. I hear it all the time. You can hear it on the cruise. 
you know, when they're on the cruise, like, oh my God, I'm with family. And then I had a few guys say to me, you know, I don't have anybody else to talk kiss with. I, I look forward to Tuesday because yeah. you idiots are going to, you know, talk about silly, you know, mention kiss stuff. And I really feel it's funny because somebody's exactly said that. So I feel part of the show. And I said, well, you are. I mean, with, without you guys listening, we would be wasting our time. And uh, just how I it really touched me, really did. I mean, about as sincerely as I can say that, you know, you guys you are know, all, all part of all. Well, of this. well you're I'm going to look. Remember that comment that somebody posted on our page or our Facebook group that I shared with you guys in a chat? I want to read. That. Oh, yeah, that was great. That yeah, was and, and also, too, comment. I want to say all of the band members, they're all really, really nice people. And. I get sick of, of, of seeing the hatred sometimes because a lot of times people just don't really see or know what's actually going on, you know, but I can tell you from firsthand of being around for many years now that all four of them are very, very kind people. And they're always willing to stop and take time for fans and sign something or have a conversation. And it's like, there's some bands who just don't do that, man. They just like they walk in, they play the show, and they disappear like vapor. And they're not like that. They're just always kind of around, which is nice. And then, of course, the, the whole staff from Danny and Steve uh, to their new the new security hawk, uh, Keith Aru, uh, Tracy Roman. Uh, they're just are all just wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, the Kiss has always had an incredible crew. They Nicest really people do. always worked with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Michael Berger, you know, who is, or not Michael, I'm sorry, Michael, who is the uh, tech for uh, Gene, just a wonderful person. Michael is just such a nice guy. And, you know, I, all of them, they're all just great. So um, I found this post and, and I apologize up front because I wasn't planning to read this. So I don't have your name, but if, if you're listening, which you are a listener, you'll recognize it. Um, yeah. This was posted on our Three Sides of the Coin Facebook group. Took my girlfriend to see the band in Hartford tonight. I wouldn't have known about the show if it weren't for this group. I hadn't seen Kiss since 2000, and it occurred to me that I waited longer between shows than many people here had to wait for the 96-97 reunion tour. I haven't had this much fun in a long time, and I'm so happy I got the opportunity to make this memory. The crowd was really into it. The band sounded fantastic, and the show was beyond entertaining. The set list was a little predictable, but honestly, who cares? Destroyer is their masterpiece, and drawing so heavily from that is understandable. I had been reluctant to see the band as I got older because I had been fortunate enough to see the original lineup the only other times I had attended a show. I wanted to preserve some, quote, integrity. I realized I robbed myself of a lot of fun over these past few years because I left smiling ear to ear with a memory that will last a lifetime. My girlfriend had a blast, too. We drove two plus hours each way, and it was worth it. I'm thankful for this group. I wouldn't have known about it had it not had I not seen it posted here. If you have a chance, go see them. I mean, that's a, there's so much about that that I just love. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, it's all about just going and having a good time. That's it. You go to a show, yeah. you just have a good time. You smile. Nobody is going to these shows to critique 
everything that goes on. That You leave that for the cesspools on the internet. That's all they want to do. The 25,000 people at the shows or more in South America, some of those shows were 50,000 plus, 20,000 plus in Milwaukee. Those people were smiling ear to ear. I love the fact that that Ross Halfen, who was taking a lot of photos with the band, especially down in South America, was taking a lot of crowd photos. Yeah. And it was so cool to look at an audience of people that were all just cheering, screaming, smiling. There wasn't a person there going, oh, I'm bored. Oh, this sucks. Oh, the, I wish I hadn't bought this ticket. This is a terrible evening. Not a single person was was like that. And, uh, you know, to, to that point, I, I think also you can be a fan of the original four and still go see them now and not be considered to be someone who is uh, a hypocrite. And sometimes I feel like some of the original four people get so wrapped up in this. Well, God, if I go, I, that's disrespectful to the people that aren't there anymore. And I just, I don't believe that. And in fact, I was so impacted by that message that you sent, Michael. I sent it, I sent that to Tommy and he thought it was absolutely fantastic. He thought that was a really, really nice post. And so when, when we see stuff like that, we want to share it with the band also, because I think it's important for them to see that stuff. Because it really is. That was a really cool post. Yeah, it's well, just yeah. it was so it was so I mean, it, it felt good that it was our Facebook group. But more importantly, it was just like, here's somebody who hadn't seen the band in 22 years. Right. And was glad they changed their mind to go do it. Well, I, yeah. I look at things just in, in generally speaking, just the nonsense of that. I mean from Judas Priest to Black Sabbath to ACDC to Cheap Trick. I don't care that it's not the original band. What, there's no integrity in that. Who cares? Go to the show. I, I thought, you know, of all those bands you mentioned and the other ones that I'm fans, I'm a fan of the band. Yes. Not of the person. It's the band that I love the band Kiss. I don't love Kiss from 73 to 76. I love Kiss. Cheap Tricks, right. same way. Yeah, of course, you know, would I love it if Bunny Carlos was at the top of his game and everybody's getting along? He was, of course, I'd love it. Would I love it if Ace and Peter were as, as great as they were in 1978? Yeah, but guess what? Things change in everything in life. And that doesn't mean I stop loving the band I loved. Amen. Uh, again, I, I just saw Judas Priest when I say just last, you know, last fall early. Yeah, it was last fall. Rob Halford and Ian Hill. That's pretty much it from the glory days of the 80s. 20, 2019, I went and saw ELO. Guess what? ELO now is, is Jeff, Jeff Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't make it any less great. I had an incredible time at that show. Again, I sure would have loved it if it was the original band, but nothing stays the same. Everything mm -hmm. changes. Hey, speaking of changes, uh, Tommy's got a really cool story that I'm I'm waiting for him to share with you guys. Oh, um, yeah, I I, <laughs> I forgot about that. 
Come on, Ed. Uh, what else do you do? Here. Jesus Christ. I don't Christ. do anything. I just stand around. So um, I was with Dr. Mark. And um, Tommy, we, Tommy, you have to explain a little bit for the, who he is. Okay. So Dr. Mark is a friend of ours. And Dr. Mark is a doctor. He's an actual. Thus the name. <laughs> so I just call him Dr. Mark. Um, Dr. Mark is someone who just knows everybody. And he is someone who takes care of the musicians and he's not like a drug dealer. Okay. He is an actual real physician. And I've seen him take care of some pretty hairy stuff over the time. Like when a crew member falls and breaks their cuts their knee wide open, you know, uh, on some rigging, he's right there to, to do that. I've seen him, uh, you know, take care of different members with, um, uh, you know, prescriptions for uh, their neck or for whatever. I mean, he's there all purpose, whether it be the band or the crew. So he's just kind of gotten to know all these people over the years. So he's become pretty good friends with Paul. They it seems like every time they see each other, they're always talking about, oh, I hurt my wrist or, oh, here's my surgery. Do you want to see my scar? Oh, I ripped my, I tore my, my you know, shoulder. The, the two of them are like, you know. Anyways, so Mark and I go to a lot of shows together. We were backstage at Milwaukee. And uh, so Mark and I were chatting and Paul walks up. And of course they start their routine about showing each other all their injuries. They're talking and, and he said, well, so when are you going to, when are you going to, um, when are we going to see you guys again? And we're like, Oh, we'll be there tomorrow night. He's like, okay, great. See you tomorrow night. And he walked away. And so then we started walking to our car and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and we stopped and he turned around and he walks right up to us. And he's like, and, and, and by he, you mean Paul Stanley. Yeah. He's like, by the way, and I'm not going to go into all of what we talked about, but I'll, uh, he, he basically said, look, I watched episode 467 with Larry Mazur. I think it was 467. Um, and he, I'm just going to say this much. He said, basically all the kiss secrets and scoops he told you guys were absolute nonsense. So he felt that a lot of that um, information that Larry shared was incorrect. So take it with a grain of salt and, and judge for yourself. But he said that he's still very good friends with David Coverdale. And, and I just got the sense that a lot of that stuff didn't, I didn't ask any questions. I just sat there and listened to him. Tell me all Two this sides stuff. to every story. Absolutely. And I, I just thought it was very nice of him to take, a moment out of his day he's holding up the whole you know everybody from leaving they're all sitting in the car and we're standing in front of the car and he's telling me this whole thing you know so i just you know it's he's always so nice to me and he's always honest and he doesn't have a problem saying how he feels uh he wasn't upset or anything like that he just wanted to i felt that he felt it was important to tell me exactly how he felt about that and he wanted me to basically share it with all of you so there you go how's that was that good enough good mm -hmm. now yeah. i can't wait to see how some people on the internet spin that into something more well and there's nothing to spin it into it's a difference of opinion by two different people who were both in a situation Just once just, just read the dirt or walk this way from, you know, the Motley Crue and the Aerosmith 
you've got four members in crew, five members in Aerosmith, all everybody's, telling the same story. Yeah, every everybody saw it different. from it. Everybody saw it from look, look at Gene's autobiography, Paul's, Peter's, and Aces. Yes. Now yep. they all saw the same kiss from four different ways. Mix it all together, and somewhere in there is what really happened. Yep. And and you know, we could, you know, Mark and I could be at the same show together, literally standing next to one another, and we are both going to see something different. Mark sees a hot girl and Tommy sees a not hot girl and Mark makes out with her and Tommy doesn't watches him going. How does he keep doing that? <laughs> you know, they, they just, they just dig the, the golden Adonis. I mean, uh, what a, you know, it's the round Adonis. I'm, I'm the, uh, Funky no, but chunky a, Adonis. No, you're just, you, you know, it's the golden Adonis cause you always have a tan. Yeah, yeah, it's actually that uh, permanent tan sort of season right about now. So yeah, so when we're out, man, it's like I'm telling you, they just flock to him, and I just stand there, <laughs> like, what am I, some kind of lever? And <laughs> you know, chicks just dig him, but then I figure, you know, like, chicks just Demona, dig him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a T-shirt, Mark yep. Cicchini. Oh, chicks, chicks just dig him. Dig him. It's it's kind of like Damone. You know, he's like, you know, when you put. When you put when you put the vibe out to ten million chicks, some of the bound to you know chicks. So chicks just yeah. dig them. Yeah, and, and so I, I and I'm not saying this because we're shilling for the band. Look, accuse us of whatever you want. The the people that hate us. I'm sharing this information with you because I look at these cool. experiences. Yeah, I look at these experiences the same way I look at a photograph. When I'm taking a picture, my Number one goal is to try to pick, take a photo that represents what I'm seeing right now as I'm looking and hoping that if you were standing right next to me, this is exactly what you would see. So when I share that with you, hopefully you feel like you saw the same thing I did. So to me, when I share the little bits about Paul saying something to me or a conversation I have with, with uh, Tommy or Gene or Eric or you know, whatever the case might be, I'm sharing it with you, not because I want to brag. I'm sharing it with you because I think it's important for those of you that don't get the opportunity to know that these four gentlemen are really, truly kind people and not to listen to some of the shit you hear about on the internet because it's just simply not true. So, Amen. Amen. Yeah. But hey, I got to bounce. Can you guys finish? Because I've got to get to Testament Death well, Angel. Let, let's, 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 let's just wrap. Let's just wrap. Okay. Oh, mean, no. I, I did. I had something to shill. Okay. What? All right. Oh no! Um, every year I've been talking about it because I think it's okay. Well, I'm gonna bail. Okay, so you guys. All right. All right. Okay. Bye. Later, Tommy. Bye, everybody. Bye. Anyways, every year I've talked about it. I think for the last eight or nine years, um, doing my kiss gig with all my friends. Right. Doing the night of kiss um it's kind of a, a big weekend for me it's uh saturday the 28th here in michigan by the t i think this is gonna this yeah this is this, the show to yeah this they'll they'll hear this just before that show correct so uh we're gigging uh in warren michigan um at vivio's and uh that's saturday night the 28th um going to be a good weekend 29th is my birthday and then 30th is uh is memorial day so it's going to be uh you know a long holiday weekend but anyways we're going to be doing a couple sets all kiss and again 
my friends and I were all from, you know, different bands, but we get together to celebrate the band that made us want to be musicians. And uh, it's always packed. It's always a lot of fun. So uh, come on out to Vivio's if you're in the Detroit area on uh, Saturday, the 28th. Um, and we'll have a lot of fun and we'll jam a lot of kiss and it's always a good time. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully see some guys out there. Um, again, I, I always have uh, a good number of uh, local folks who are, you know, watch the show come out. So hopefully uh, um, uh, you'll come out and see us on the 28th. Um, and uh, like I said, just two full sets of Kiss, all the classic great, great stuff. And plus a lot of songs that, you know, they don't play live. And it's, it's, it's always a lot of fun for me because I, I get to sing a couple songs, a couple few songs. We're doing stuff like Getaway. You know what I mean? Just, Anything from Crazy Nights? Yeah, we're doing a Crazy Nights medley. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is today April 1st? <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that's that that's it, man. So I uh, hope All to right. see everybody on the 28th. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot. There's no other kiss news. I mean, the the um, rock and roll over and elder picture discs seem to be shipping and showing up. I got my rock and roll over picture disc and, you know. Nothing I got to mine too. About. I, you know, Mike and I were sharing some. You know, I, I'm still still not happy with Kiss Online. I mean, you know, those things. I the elder stuff we ordered in what November. Then they well, said it was going to be rock, rock and roll over is the same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah they said it was going to be out in March. It didn't come out in March, and then he said we'll have it out in April. At least I didn't get mine in April. Mine showed up uh, last week. You know, first week of May, and I'm like guys, you got to do better. I was telling Michael, I ordered stuff from, you know, the Rolling Stones. I, I bought their, the, the new vinyl CD set. Boom. You know, right on time. The, the only thing I won't, I'm not going to really complain about the rock and roll over picture disc because they kept telling me it's going to be delayed and it's delayed and it's delayed. And it didn't show up like on amazon.com where everybody else was getting it. So that didn't piss me off nearly as much. Plus, you know, we talked about how Kiss Online has changed fulfillment companies. But anything that was an old order, like these rock and roll over picture discs, elder picture discs, are still being handled by the old company. So it was only when they changed to the new fulfillment company and any new orders that that fulfillment company took those are being handled by the new company moving forward. Like my rock and roll over picture disc came from, was it one live or whatever the, in, in Austin, Texas, that was the old company that they got rid of. That company is just handling the remaining orders that they took in. So it's kind of confusing and a mess dealing like that. Like if you, if you, if you, if you called the new fulfillment company and said, what's the status on my rock and roll over picture disc, they couldn't help you. They'd tell you to call the old company. Well, now I remember the little thing I was kind of cheesed about is on Friday, it said estimated delivery Friday, the yes. 13th. Saturday morning, I got a fresh email that said expected delivery Friday, the 13th on 
Saturday, the 14th, yeah. I got an email again that said that, you know, the estimated delivery was the day before. And to be fair, it did finally show up on the 14th of May. But again, look, I have no problem like in November if they say, you know what, these things will be here in March. Cool. I get it. You know, especially knowing the vinyl plants and all that. I, I, I'm a very understanding soul. But then in March, then they say April. And then in April, they say in May. Come on. <laughs> I just don't think that's right. I, I, again, yeah, there, I, there, I, there, there, there was a lot of, I mean, I had the same issue with my rock and roll over. I think on, on May 12th, I got an email saying, your rock and roll over picture disc is out for delivery and it should be delivered on the 11th. And I was like, wait a second. It's out for delivery on the 12th, but it says I should expect delivery on the 11th. How does that work? And, you know, I followed the tracking and I went to, I don't know if it was UPS or the postal service and it showed, yes, it's actually out now. So I'm like, all right, I'm just chalking this up to, again, that old fulfillment company not having their freaking act together in the message that they're communicating. How do, you, how do you send an email out on a Friday saying it will be delivered today and its delivery is expected yesterday? I mean, it was, it, you got the same thing. That was the same thing we were both getting. And I think other people were getting the same messages. It's just like, all right, let's just get these orders that that last company was involved in out of the way. It'll be a new company moving forward. Hopefully everything's fine. Sadly, I'm still waiting for my t-shirt that I ordered with this, which is funny because we had another fan. And I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago where a fan was like, I still haven't gotten my destroyer box set because I ordered it with two or three other items and they won't ship separately. And I'm like, okay, well, it kind of sucks, but some companies stand by that. I ordered rock and roll over picture disc with a vintage tour t-shirt. They sent me the rock and roll over picture disc still haven't got the tour t-shirt. So clearly they can, they can ship stuff separately if they really want to. I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at. I always look at everything, whether, you know, you know, I just mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, we, we are basement waterproof. The company was supposed to be here yesterday. And then, they, you know, whatever. And I understand I'm, I'm having a hard time with employees and stuff, too. But just how about some communication? Yeah. I, and I, double I double check your communication. Like, don't send out an email on the 12th that says a delivery will happen on the 11th. All you got to yes. do is read it first. Yeah. I guess I look at everything, whether it's a basement waterproofing or someone sending kiss records. If that was my business, how would how would I want it to be run? And I, and I expect nothing less. That's all. Yeah. I expect if you say it's going to be here on the 10th, that it's here on the 10th. And if it's not here on the 10th, if it shows up on the 12th, I think you should get 10% off your next order or, or do something to make things right. Again, you know, I grew up in a family where my father owned a business and that's the way he did things. And that was a big reason why he was hugely yeah. successful. I mean, that's the big thing we complained about. <clears throat> They've never done, Kiss, they have never done anything like that. They haven't even communicated an email out saying, we know there is a problem. We've, we've got rid of our old fulfillment company. We've got a new fulfillment company and this is what's happened. 
if it wasn't for the internet and Facebook groups, we wouldn't know jack shit was happening. Hey, I want to touch on something too, and and, and I don't want to sound too much of a dick, but you know, they only made matter of fact, mine's sitting over there that music from the elder Jap Japanese picture desk, um, you know, with the that really cool yep. cover and everything. I, well, I got one. I I I was very fortunate to, you know, get my order in quick. A friend of mine sent me a capture. Someone was selling someone was selling one for like whatever stupid amount of money. I, you know, and I saw that a couple times and I'm like, you know, when they only do like a 500 run, why don't you just get yours and let <laughs> the other fans have a chance to to get well yeah i would i saw fans that were maybe that's what they were talking about they're like why not set a maximum order like you can only order one disc yeah I, I, instead I, of I, letting yeah. people order 10 if that's what they wanted to order or or do what they did I, look tell you what how many people you know we're going to be taking orders from november 1st to november 30th and at november 30th it's, it's the hard cutoff They'll be there in March. How many of these Japanese cover ones are we gonna you know? Are we gonna sell ahead of time? And then everyone gets one. Um, I don't understand why because there's I know enough about business. They you wouldn't lose money that way if you, you know, I mean you get all your orders up front. Yeah. That that just makes sense to me. Um, you know, especially in this day and age, I don't understand why they they cap that at 500. I just thought it was, unless there's one thing I don't understand, maybe, but I doubt it that, you know, the universal has a limit on that covers them, but I can't see that being true. In I, I, I can only imagine it. It was like they wanted to keep a limited, they wanted to keep it to a limited number to make it more valuable or maybe, it was, but, but, and maybe it's also, with all the vinyl pressing issues, it's like, okay, let's just, we know we can get 500 made. We'll keep it to 500. You know, anything beyond that might make this more difficult. I don't know. I mean, I think all of that just illustrates all of the various problems that the old fulfillment company had with Kiss that was in charge of doing all of this. It was, it was just a mess. Didn't make sense. I mean, let's remember back. They, that vine, that that picture disc you bought, they oversold it initially, and they Correct. had to go back and cancel a bunch of orders on fans who were furious about that. Wait a second, I got an order. You charged me. Oh, we 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 were supposed to only sell five hundred, not a thousand. Well, I mean, that's just that's just everything that's been going on for the last year. I mean, and before anybody asks, no, we don't know what's going on with kiss 2020 goodbye, Dubai. Nobody knows what's going on with that. I don't ask. I mean, we're Mark, you're on the hook, but I'm not, you know, thankfully I'm not, but a lot of fans are, where's the communication from the band on this? I was told they were going to, you know, uh, they're aware of the problem. So we'll just go from there. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, but I guess homework this week, 
Did you see any of the shows here in the U.S.? What'd you think? What do you think of the new stage? What'd you think of the cats? Here's one. What do you think of Gene Simmons sound checking in a bathrobe? <laughs> Oddly cool. enough, and I can't figure this out. There's Kiss fans that think that was just terrible of him to do. It was like disrespectful to come out wearing a bathrobe at a sound check. I'm like, I, I think that would be pretty freaking cool. Is that something you don't see very often? Plus, can we can we let him in on the fact that it's not really a sound? Check? It's not a real sound check. A real <laughs> sound check happened earlier in the day. And for those of you who literally have no idea what sound checks are, you don't just play songs that you're going to play later that night. Okay. Because quite often the sound check isn't even the band. It's the, it's the text and they're just checking levels. So they yeah. might be playing ACDC. They might be playing the ZZ top. They might play Led Zeppelin. I tell you, I, I, before they started offering this years ago, I was, you know, I got to do that a couple of times, um, go to sound check and you're right. They were playing Montrose and, you know, bad company. Yeah, and I, I, I've said this before. I remember in Australia on the farewell tour, it was rare because actually the guys, the members of kiss did the sound check. Cause usually again, it's the techs that do it all, but the guys in kiss sound checked Mr. Speed at a show in australia they didn't play mr speed in concert i saw them do part of uh love them and leave yeah so and i I was like oh my god that's so cool sound sound checks are for checking to make sure everything's working the levels are right you know that's what it's about monitors it's yeah that's what it all is doesn't matter whether they're playing god of thunder or acdc back in black they're checking how does it sound coming out of the monitors? How does it sound coming out of the speakers? How does it sound out in the front of house? Also, to remember, especially at this at this juncture in their career, they have no opening act, yeah. so they don't have to they don't have to worry about a, you know another band. Nobody's moving their out. gear. Nobody's yeah, tripping yeah, over cords. Yes, yeah. <laughs> if everything's plugged in, turned on, tuned up. And the volumes at the right level, they're they're good. So I tell you what, I, I love those little sound checks. You know, they you know usually about a half hour long that they do. I, I just call them sound check performances is more accurate. Um, those are fun, man. Yeah. And and if you saw some of the some they're doing shock me and got to choose and you know just just fun you know stuff you're not gonna hear. I don't matter of fact, I don't think they repeated any songs. Um, yeah, I mean those from, those, those those are that. The sound check performance is just an extension of what used to be the acoustic performance backstage. Correct. That's correct. All it is. And, they and, moved uh, it on stage. They got a whole stage. They can actually plug in now. Um, they can get more people as, as, as Tommy was talking about in Dayton. I mean, uh, the floor was practically filled with people who were there. How cool is that? You don't have to I, like it, but how cool is it that that is an opportunity some fan can do? Well, on top of that, you know, just so you guys know, you know, yes, are Gina Paul, you know, charging for that. Yeah. But you know what other bands offer that? Almost none. And how all you have to do is watch video of that. You know, again, I've been fortunate to go to a bunch, but that's a fun little event. And, and guys, the clock, the clock's ticking here. Um, you know, there's only so many days left. 
So if you get a chance to do that, um, like I said, I'm going to, uh, although by the time you hear this, this, you know, they're, the US flight will be over. Yeah. Although, you know what? Um, I can't wait for September. Liz and I are going to be at the West Palm Beach show. So we will see you guys down there. Um, you know, and I think after that, they're playing two more festivals. They're playing the one in Kentucky, and then I think the one out in California, and then the cruise. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they stay safe and stay well all through uh, Europe. You know, I hope uh, all our European, um, you know, three sides listeners go out. Uh, if you get a chance. Have a great to, time, you know, man. Yeah, no doubt. Say say hi to Alex for us. I know he's going to be at a few shows, and uh, and also Adrian. I know is going to some yep. shows, right? Adrian yep. is, and Darren uh, is going, and all our uh, all our friends across the pond. So we love you guys all. Have a, and, uh, have a good time at those shows. Take plenty of pictures and share share the excitement. I mean, that's it's all that's all this is about is going to a kiss show and having a good time. Amen. And with all right. that. You guys know what your homework is. You know where to go. That's it. We'll see everybody next week. And I hope to see you on the 28th. Come on out. Get vocal. Love the show. Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Voices for Three Sides of the Coin. Provided by LarryDavisVoice.com. And by jessicamarsvoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.